For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. What's up, you guys? Welcome to the April 29th slash 30th edition of the Roto World Fantasy Basketball Podcast. I'm Mike Gallagher. Get ready to break down a Sunday two-game slate. We are wrapping up the first round with a Game 7, baby. Zaza Pachulia <laughs> shout-out. Uh, and then <laughs> second round's underway. So with me to break it down is Jonas Nader. What's up, man? What's going on, man? I'm pretty tired, as you know. Yeah, yeah. This, this me is and my wife fir- had a kid this week, so... Yeah, this is your first pot on, right? Congratulations, man. Yeah, I appreciate that. So yeah. I'm, I'm day-to-day with fatigue. Yeah, nice. Flu-like symptoms. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. It's, uh, it's a blast. That was totally worth it. So awesome, yeah. Um, yeah, it's good to stay at home and be around the kid and work during the summertime, man. Sounds like a, sounds like a good deal. And how about that timing too? Right after the season ends. Yeah, so good. It's like it's like I mean, just amazing that it happened like that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, just quickly, NFL draft. I, I know this isn't an NFL draft podcast. Shout out to the Rotor World guys, by the way. Killed it to do. Yeah, did a great job. All those picks, uh, all the way to Mr. Relevant, who was Chad Kelly, Jim Kelly's son, was Mr. Relevant, which is cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you're a Panthers fan, so they're going with McCaffrey, first round running backs, man. Very. Uh, not not the popular move. What were your thoughts there? I mean, you heard Mel Kiper. He hates when teams take running backs yeah. in the first round. But, like, the NFL is changing, man. You yeah. saw, like, last season we thought it was going to be, like, a passing league. But David Johnson, he was, like, the offense. So, like, yeah. you can still run it in this league. And Panthers don't really have an O-line. So, now they have that option where they can throw it quick out to McCaffrey. And I think it's going to be a – it's just a great pick, I thought. Yeah. And the old, oh, you could get one later in the draft. Uh, yeah, you nope, can. they were gone, man. You, you could yeah. tell, like, all the skill players were gone in the first two rounds. Yeah, re- receivers go early, man. Uh, my Jets went best available. Apparently, I didn't watch a lot of Jamal Adams, but he's apparently a beast. So I'm, I'm kind of pumped we got him. I'm, obviously, my Jets need a quarterback, but we got another safety. We gave up, uh, we had the worst TD to interception ratio, so we got some two really good safeties. I loved our receiver picks, our Darius Stewart. I saw him play a couple times, it was pretty sick. Yeah. Uh, okay, so yeah, if you had, uh, hopefully you guys had enjoyed your draft. Uh, hopefully you're not a Bears fan. My apologies. <laughs> Getting straight up fleece, man. It's like Trubisky, uh, really? Did did they uh, hire Hennigan as like just for the draft to help them get fleeced or what? <laughs> I guess. Uh, <laughs> so let's get down to this uh, early games, man. Uh, what what are you think? What are you thinking about that? Like it's kind of weird that they're kicking it off with kind of two day games. Um, let's see what the early one. 10, 10 yeah. o'clock Western time, and then twelve thirty Western time as well. So they're both day like round one, like game seven day game, man. Like it's a factor, man. The, On a Sunday too. Yeah, LA and teams travel too. The game seven teams travel too. So that's yeah, gonna be... LA nightlife, man, undefeated. <laughs> So, I mean, I'm sure, like, they were Well, Blake Griffin ain't playing, so we don't have to worry about that. Nice. Playing, and I'm sure the Jazz are not going to be doing, living that life. They're not about that life. To yeah, Joe Ingles will keep him in check. Nice. Um, okay, let's start with the Wizards and Celtics. Uh, just to give a quick 
plug on my column on rotorworld.com. It's uh, pretty stat heavy, and we'll probably talk about a lot of these stats and what it means DFS wise. But I, I liked how it came out. I don't say that a lot. I, I, I like how it came out. So check it out. Uh, a lot of cool stats in there if you're into efficiency and play types and lineup combinations, which we'll talk about now. Okay, so let's start with the big question. I think leading into this series, who's going to start? We saw Gerald Green. What was a crazy move. Uh, this lineup barely played together during the regular season, and Brad Stevens, it worked, and they went with that Isaiah Thomas, Al Horford pick and roll to death, and the Bulls couldn't stop it. They, they just killed them, although they didn't do well in the first quarter. But anyways, uh, it worked. So what are you doing to start? Uh, I should mention, too, that the starting lineup against the Wizards, which is in the column, shout out, um, they had a 145.6 offensive rating in 17 minutes, only played one game together. So that sample did work. Brad Stevens did say today that he's not sure what he's going to do. Uh, he was apparently smiling when he said it. So what are you doing? What, what would you think would be the move to start? If I was the head, if I was the head yeah. coach of the if Celtics. What would you think I, and then what do you think he'll do? Okay, I think he'll go back to Amir Johnson just because he's the veteran. He's a proven. But if it were me, I would go with Marcus Bart and move Jay Crowder to the floor and Avery Bradley to the three. Yep. I 100% agree, and uh, more of my column stuff, I'll just stop saying that. Um, so <laughs> when, when Wall went against uh, Smart and Bradley, he only shot 3 of 13 from the field, small sample. His usage rate was down, his shot selection wasn't as good. He was not John Wall, and as hot as Wall is, if you're writing down the things you need to do to win this series, you need to stop John Wall. Yes, yeah. Isaiah Thomas needs to get hot, blah, blah, blah. But if I'm writing down things that are most important on Brad Stevens, you need to stop John Wall. Bradley Beal's good, sure, but uh, like you said, put Smart out there. Let him just eat. Get as many Smart minutes as you can on Wall. Uh, I think that uh, Gerald Green, sure, he was good. Spacing, you'll still be able to space. Not that people will honor Marcus Smart's shot quite as much as Gerald Green. But, yeah, I'm with you. I do think that they may lean to the Johnson lineup early, but I think they may have, it may have a short leash on that. Um, because they could put Jay, they could put Jay on Morris for sure. Yeah, the reason I was I was thinking Johnson going back in the lineup just because they get they've been getting killed on the glass all season. Yeah, like, Orford's not the best rebounder, so that's that's the reasoning there if they go back to Johnson. But if not, I think putting Smart in the lineup just so you can hide Thomas a little better on defense is, I think it's a good call as well. Yeah, I think they could hide uh, Otto Porter's usage is down, especially in the fourth quarter. So I right. think their their crunch lineup, regardless, is going to be that lineup. Um, but yeah, so I guess we'll talk about prices in a little bit, but let's kind of just talk about preview the series a little bit more. So I guess we'll stick with the Boston side here. So another guy that, I guess the secondary players. So we saw Jalen Brown fall out and we saw Terry Rozier move in. I don't know how I feel about that. I, I feel like that this is more of a Brown kind of eighth man, the rotation kind of a thing. They want that length. They want that defense on the perimeter. Um, so not that you're going to, if you were using Rozier or you weren't using Jalen Brown. I think Jalen Brown makes more sense than Rozier does. And not to mention, I mean, Wizards got some dynamic scorers off the bench. You're looking at uh, Bogdanovich. Ubre is getting really good. So you need a big body on them. And I think I think definitely Brown's yeah. back in the rotation. Exactly. So And then also Jarebko was in the mix. But I think I think they may go with uh, Amir. Obviously, Olenek will be in there. That'll pretty much be their nine. Um, who else am I forgetting? Yeah, I think that's pretty much it. Oh, that's do, it, yeah. you think Gerald Green will still be in the rotation? I think he's out of the rotation. I don't think this is a, this is a series for him. I just don't. Yeah, I don't think so either. 
Um, you can't hide two, you can't hide Green and Thomas in the same lineup, so it's gonna be tough to play him. Yeah, and the sense, uh, and I'm totally going off feel. I felt like what Brad Stevens, just the way he was saying, he was really, really talking up Green, but I didn't quite buy it. I could, right. I could just be playing. I could maybe think I'm a better poker player than I actually am, uh, but I kind of <laughs> got the feeling he was bluffing. So um, yeah, if if I'm right, uh, I'm going the casino when I'm off on Monday. So, so I mean, so, I mean, so Stevens has more second half changes than probably anyone else in the league. So he, he's not afraid to mix things up. Oh, like, for sure. I mean, he just I can got remember it. I can remember putting twenty Tyler Zeller starting the second half <laughs> yeah. this year, basically. Yeah, exactly. Uh, who else? Okay, so let's talk Isaiah. Obviously, he has the funeral today. This is, we're recording on Saturday. Uh, he's expected to play. Avery Bradley said he's going to be ready. All that stuff. He's uh, flying back late tonight, too. Yeah, so he, I mean, he wasn't quite himself. The usage rate was down. The uh, His efficiency was actually really good. He was, I think, 65 true shooting in the second, 64 in the second half. So he's making his shots, but the usage rate really fell off. So his scoring was down, even though his minutes were still there. What, what do you think on about Isaiah? He, I mean, he's going to have... I, I guess it's a better, a, a tougher matchup on paper. Um, where do you think Isaiah fits in this series? Well, who do you think guards him? Do you think Bill moves over to him to do wall break? Uh, yeah, I think I think that's probably what I would do. Uh, yeah. I mean, they're going to mix and match for sure. I think it'll be kind of. I think it'll be a little bit of wall, but it, it'll probably be close to. I think probably more wall, but it'll definitely be mixed. Well, I noticed his price drop, so if. And I don't really like the matchup. We'll talk about Wall in a second, but I don't really like the matchup for Wall. So I kind of like Thomas at nine. Yeah, I kind of I mean, do too. There's one player better who's, who's pretty obvious to the top pick. Pick is going to be a point guard, but right, I think right. Thomas is is fair at nine thousand. Yeah, um, like I said, and I was looking at his shot selection and all that. It was pretty similar. It was just he's just the usage zapped. And I mean, this guy had a forty-one point two usage rate in the fourth quarter, and that dropped by ten in the fourth. Uh, King of the Fourth, not so much. So yeah. obviously, again, and I hope hope all is well. It, obviously, it's just so terrible. But yeah, I, I think he'll I think he'll have a, a multiple big games, and he could do it right out of the gate. And he might also take take advantage of it in tournaments and roll him out there. And this, I, how many games do you think this is going? Like at least six. I, or think, I think it's a seven game series. I mean, yeah. these teams hate each other. Yeah, man. Jay Crowder nose poke, man. Love it. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the Wizards showed up to a game in all black this year. I mean, they hate this team. Yeah, it's I'm so pumped for this series. Yeah. Okay, um, Avery Bradley. I love it. And I wrote in my column, if there's if there's an Avery Bradley fan club, I'd like to join. If not, like let me start that. And I know you oh, yeah. you could you could be co presidents or whatever, man. Like <laughs> exactly. we love Avery Bradley. Um he's back. He had that brutal stretch in, in March after that Achilles injury, but set, man, the last two games, he's he's back. But they were taking it easy on him, and Brad Stevens also had a really good quote last night. He said that the silver lining of him being out on January and February was that it wasn't in April and May. Um, yeah. So they knew, like, it was a ticking time bomb. Like, it was eventually, he needed to, he needed some time off. So, like, okay, when are we going to sit you? Let's sit you right now and get you back, allow you to recover properly. Beautifully done. Uh, and now, he's still only 6'4", dude. And you hinted at it. The rebounding differential, which the Wizards won during the regular season. Bradley didn't play in two games against the Wizards, by the way. Bradley's nice, dude. I love Bradley. Yeah. I mean, he led the Celtics in rebounding the first three months yeah. of the season. So, yep. um, he, 6'4", that was his price during the regular season when he was like, when he was when he's down in the dump. So, I think 
when he, until he's back up to seven five range, I'm I'm good with Avery Bradley. Yeah, man. Um, In just, a playoff format, come on. It's hot as he and he took he gave Jimmy Butler the business so you know, on, bo- on both ends. So yeah, he's gonna guard Bradley Beal a lot in this series, but that's fine. Uh, he could still still do some work, and then also. Um, he did have a uh, a fourth quarter usage rate hit, um, which is which is fine. Um, and his usage rate actually went down overall, but that was more because of the early part of the series. So yeah, yeah I think Bradley's um, going to be really good, especially because how hot he is. Uh, who Al Horford? Uh, Price uh, is starting to come up. He's had a really good series, uh, and he attributed that to the spacing. So if they're going to play smart and those guys, I mean, there's only really four or five centers you could play. So, I mean, Horford at 8-3 versus Gobert, and DeAndre Jordan still at 7-2. Um, I, I, I like Horford in the series, but I, I kind of like DJ at home with the discount. I mean, DJ's been pretty bad against Gobert, yeah. to be fair. He's but been who, who he's isn't? Been, I mean, who isn't doubles. bad against Gobert? Yeah, he's getting um, double-doubles, but... But if I can recall, this is, this is the most... I think this is the highest price I've seen Horford all season. I think you're right. At least in... Well... I think earlier when he was blocking and he had like what a, a good week and a half when he had like three blocks a game and like seven boards he was killing. But yeah, he hasn't been in the eights in a long time. Mm-hmm. But so, where does he stack up center wise to spend some DFS? I have him written down as number two in the center. Okay, behind DJ or behind? Yeah, behind DJ. Okay. I yeah. mean, DJ's, DJ's got to have a big game sooner or later. I mean, yeah, he's still 7-2 for a guy that you know he's going to get. I think he's a lock for, like, 30 fantasy points. Like For sure, yeah. Like, 85% chance he hits that. And Chris Ball's going to have the ball in his hands pretty much the entire game, which helps. Yep. A lot of lobs. We will definitely get to him. Um, yeah. What uh, Anybody else Boston-wise that we didn't hit? Uh, Jay Crowder, like we said, he's going to play some four. He's got the extra motivation for the nose poke. Uh, his minutes are going to be there. His minutes were pretty similar uh, and they actually lost uh, minutes in the first half, and he gained some. He was very heavy in the second half, minutes wise. Um, usage rate was actually up in the fourth quarter as well, so um, mm-hmm. did miss some shots. So he's in a pretty decent spot. I like someone in the Wizards a lot better than Crowder for thirteen hundred less. Yep, yep. Okay, so let's just segue to that then. Uh, why don't we just start right off the bat with Otto Porter since you brought him up? Um, Otto Porter's played better. Uh, he did have that strained neck that kind of limited him. Uh, so why do you like him so much? I mean, look, I mean, what was he, cold for, what, a month and a half? And then, boom, three straight good games, finally. Yeah. Finally. 23 Fanduel points, 31, 26 last three games. Minutes are back up. Ubre kind of faded a little bit. Bogdanovich faded a little bit. So, he's slowly turning up. And 4-9, I mean, he was 6-5, 6-7 for a while this season. So, I mean, that's a really good price for him. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. Um, I, I thought, and also, too, those two really good games... That had a lot to do with Markeith Morris's foul trouble, who also really and uh, he looked great on both ends, by the way. So, and, but he hit bottom basement price on Friday, and yeah. he was it was like the perfect tournament play. Um, so, anyways, we'll talk about him in a second. Yeah, I'm with you, man. He's gonna play big minutes. Um, the thing that Scott Brooks is gonna do, and I was trying, how many minutes is he gonna play his starters together? Like, generally, if a guy plays over 20 minutes of the starters, it's really crazy. Like, Van Gundy does that a lot. That's kind of bad. Tibbs does that. Like, I think legit 30 minutes is possible that he keeps his starters. To, and that's just crazy. But it's going to be at least 24. 
So um, what what do you th- I mean what do you think? Wizards, then- yeah, Wizards aren't playing around in this series, man. They hate yeah. Boston. They're yeah. gonna ride their starters. I mean, even like a guy like Gortat's probably gonna play 38, 40 minutes. He yeah. really hasn't been the greatest. So the that- starting lineup for the Wizards, man, I, I like them all. Is it bad to say that? Uh, Wall maybe a little iffy just because CP3 is there, but yeah. I like the Wizards a lot. Yep. Yeah, I, I think Porter's going to play pretty good minutes. Uh, his perimeter def- defense is going to be big. Uh, having the extra size and a bit much better shooter for the spacing is a big-time difference. Yeah, Bogdanovich, sure, but Bogdanovich can't defend anywhere close to Porter. Uh, and Ubre's not the—Ubre makes mistakes. Ubre's played really well, to give him credit. Um, okay, so we like him. What about Bradley Beal? Uh, he had a big usage bump in the fourth quarter in the last series. I'll pull it up in a second. Um, but what do you think about Beal? He's coming in off a hot game, 31 points in the closeout. What do you think? He's, he's had 44 Fando points in uh, three straight games. I mean, he's hot as they come. Yeah. Um, he, he, had, he had a little cold stretch, and he kept and he said, uh, yeah, I'm just going to keep shooting. And he kept taking like 20 shots a game, so you know he's not going to be shy. So Yeah, he was at like it's, 33 effective field goal percentage in the first four, and then he yeah. really got hot in the last two. He looks great, man. Yeah, seven nine. I think that's a great price for him in a playoff, especially. Yeah, he's his usage is like way up. He's Wall has been up in usage, but Beal, I think it was five point three. Yeah, five point three fourth quarter usage rate increase, uh, mm-hmm. and overall four minutes increase in playing time. So, and props to Beal for his legs staying together this season, man. What a breakout! Yeah, thank he's God, had. man. Finally, yeah. Um, We've been waiting for it. Yeah, he's where's he gonna go in fantasy next year? Like third. Hey, him, and, him and Drew Holiday. Yeah. Same right? injury. Yeah, very, very free, infrequent that that happened. It was such a freak thing that what happened to Beal. Uh, anyways, uh, and Beal's is less likely than Holiday's for the for the location of the, the bone fracture. Anyways, um, okay, let's talk about Marquise Morris. He bookended. He had an unbelievable game one. He was awful from two to five. But, man, he came out, man. He was great on switches. So what Marquise Morris are we going to get today? Well, it depends if it depends if the Celtics go small or not. I think if they go back to Amir Johnson, I think Marquise Morris is a great play, uh-huh. even at five nine. My price might look a little sketchy, but you have to keep in mind he was in foul trouble. I think three out of yeah, he had four straight four games, games, right? Four straight games with five fouls. Right. I mean, that's <laughs> thanks, Millsap. Uh, yeah, cry baby. <laughs> yeah, cry baby. Oh, by the way, I got to mention this. Did you hear that when Mills uh, when Millsap checked in in game five? The Wizards play the Rugrats theme? No. Yeah, they did. Oh, my God. It was so good. It wasn't a big thing on Twitter. I caught it, and, like, no one – it didn't really catch any steam, which I thought was kind of weird. Well, that's maybe probably one of the best trolls since the Blazers during the final games, uh, game four against the – they were going crazy. Their Twitter account against the Warriors. Oh, so good. That, yeah. that, that's amazing. I mean, that's – the Twitter – the Blazers are number one in, in Twitter game. For and, sure. And then also the, the Bucks – the Barney theme song was also a nice <laughs> yeah. job. A lot of trash talking, man. That's it's all yeah. it's a fun loving stuff. Um, I, the Dennis Schroeder talk is, is my boy. Okay, we're, we're gonna we're gonna move on here, <laughs> dude. I you I think you undersold Morris. Uh, I think I think he's really good. He, I think he's I think he's almost must play. Um, I mean he is must play. I mean who else are you gonna play? Um, I mean power forward's so weak, man. Yeah. I, I agree. Yeah, I don't know. Like you're not playing Derek Favors. You're not playing DL. You're not playing Jarebko. Like you're honestly, you may play Jason Smith. Yamahimi's out. They're gonna have to. And we saw Jason Smith come in despite his calf injury. He came in. Mark, uh, Marcin Gortat got an early foul trouble on Friday, and he looked all right. I, he didn't have an impact stat wise. Don't think didn't think he scored, but we've seen him put up numbers. So I'm down for 
bet double bet and maybe bet against Gortat. Maybe don't play Gortat and play Smith and bet against him, hope for foul trouble there. Um, so yeah, I, I think just Wizards. Um, I don't. Man, know. I'm thinking if they don't start Amir Johnson on the Celtics side, there's like literally two power forwards you can play. So that's you're right. There's no one else you can play yeah, a power forward. Yeah, I like him all series, man. Like, and I you know, I said this in the last podcast. I'm always anti-Morris pretty much the whole year, unless yeah. it's one of those dream matchups against the Nets or whatever. But <laughs> this, like he, he, I'm kind of sold, man. I, I, the two games that he was just really good, and I don't know if Millsap got his head or whatever, but he looks great. Okay, so Gortat, uh, he's going from a lot of low post defending lobs um, to more high screen, um, kind of just different sets, not so back to the basket defense against Al Horford now. I think he's okay. Uh, foul trouble bit him, but at six thousand, that's probably appropriately priced. So if you don't want to play DJ and you're worried about worried about Gobert, um, we'll talk about him in a second. But, well, do we know if Mahimi's coming back for he's out. One or no? He's out. Yeah. Yep. I was gonna say if Mahimi is back, I think he'd be a, a great fit for them in this series. Yeah. Well, so what do you think about Gortat? Is he in play for you? If you need the money and say you got your way lined up, your lineup the way you want. If you need the money, sure. But I can't imagine. Actually, like Kelly Olenek, I don't think we said him. Yeah, slightly more. So, what's uh? Like, what's Gortat, a... Gortat hasn't been good. Let's just be honest. Uh, I mean the he, stats... he found it really well against the Hawks, but yeah, yeah. So his defense was good, but yeah, stat wise, yeah. he's been pretty much disappointing. Okay, so I think we we didn't cover Wall. Um, I he's actually subpar. I mentioned the Marcus Smart defense. Uh, he did get a minute increase, actually 2.5 minutes in just the first half alone increase. Uh, so he played huge minutes early. Uh, garbage time cut him down a little bit in the second half. So I, th- I think this is one of those situations where Avery Bradley's all over him. Just like when he plays against Irving, like when he plays against Lillard, I think Bradley takes his challenge. I think he's, he's all over Wall this series. I, I mean, sometimes I, I love the whole defense narrative, but so I don't care, honestly. Like, right. John Wall's so good. I yeah. mean, the things that he's been doing right now, and his, he's hit 50% from three on his 18 half, uh, attempts. I'm excluding the one over the half-court heave. Um, he just looks so good, man. Uh, he's getting yeah, he's he's like 55% open. in the first round, wasn't he? Uh, yeah, he's, he's Yeah, he's 66% from uh, at the rim, 37% of his shots. Like, it's perfect. He's hitting mid-ranges. He's on, and I don't see him fading. And I, yes, I think that they're going to try to stop him, but I, you can't. Um, this is going to be a really high-paced series. Uh, I still like him. I again, we like Chris Paul. I guess, I guess let's just move to it. But I, right. I like Wall, I, and I'm down to spend on both of them if you got the money. Like sure. Wall is by far. I think Wall still has a higher floor than CP does, mm-hmm. and and higher ceiling. Yeah. Like. Same thing. Like, I mean, you can't go, can't go wrong either way. Both these games yeah. are going to be super close. Yeah. Okay, so let's get to Game 7, baby. Um, the Clippers almost blew it, man. They had a 10-point lead with 129 left after Austin Rivers hit a 3. Almost pulled a Toronto there. Dude, that was crazy. Gordon Hayward had 7 points in a 40-second span. Came down to a Joe Johnson 3, and they missed it. So, um, Game 7. Is that anyway. the first missed buzzer beater ever, it feels like? It feels like it, right? It's just yeah. like, I saw Joe missing buckets, man. It's just, I can't, it's just, I couldn't, how to deal with it, man. Okay, so, 
Doc Rivers had some interesting quotes after the game. He talked a lot about the perimeter defense, which I interpreted as Austin, Austin Rivers, Rivers season. Yep. Yeah. So, so good. Yeah, he played really well. He had two big threes in that game. Uh, nepotism may help him a little bit. So, yeah, I mean, you look at Austin Rivers and look at his price, and it's like, all right, man. I mean, you're kind of daring me to play him at 3-3. And I, guess, I mean, you're paying $100 per minute, basically. Yeah, more. <laughs> I yeah, mean, he's gonna he's gonna hit thirty seven, thirty eight, maybe forty, man. Yeah, I think so. Um, they're they're gonna try to push it. This um, the day game factor, like I said, but his hamstring looked great. I thought he had good bursts when he was coming off the dribble and stuff. He was doing mostly catch and shoot though. So yeah, he's pretty much the chalk of a chalk play. Yeah. Um, okay, so we talked about Chris Paul. You, you like it? Sounds like you like him more than I do. Why is that? I think Chris Paul's top play in this game. I, this is I, if they're going to play Chris Paul 40, 42 minutes. I think this is the night to do it. So, um, yeah, I, I'm just imagining a lot of lobs to DeAndre Jordan in this game. Yeah, he is going to have the ball in his hands a lot, and he actually did. He was part of the reason the Clippers almost blew that lead. He had yep. two really bad bad pass turnovers. But yeah, I, I mean, I guess you could say Paul has a higher floor than Wall does because maybe the Celtics blow out the Wizards for whatever right. reason and I think what, what game do you think will be closer? I think Utah I mean Utah Clippers series has been close every almost every game basically I think that one and to be fair to Chris Paul the, the previous fourth quarter in game five I think I think he had like 15 points he was amazing yeah, so when he had the it, it's both ways so but I like him I think he's a top play and I should mention uh, spread 215 for Washington Boston I think that may be over and yeah. one, only 190.5 for Clippers in Utah. The Utah, the bump down. Yeah. Washington-Boston is going to be an ugly game, I feel like. You did, I feel like 215's too high. Really? Yeah. Oh, I think the Wizards are going to try to run as fast as they can, if I'm them. Boston, uh, we'll, we'll see. It depends on yeah. Boston's lineup. <laughs> There's so much, so much hinges on one little decision yeah. by Stevens. Oh, for sure. I, I yeah. think that they do want to try to slow him down. I mean, that's when that's peak peak with Warriors and Wizards. W yeah. W W World Worldwide Wanting would be Elmer Fudd. Anyways, <laughs> 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 um, okay. So, and who else? Okay, DeAndre Jordan. We already mentioned yeah. him. Yeah, we like solid, DJ. Solid play for sure. He's chalk. Um, yeah. We love Austin Rivers. Anybody else? Clippers side. I mean, I'm uh, I'm always cool with JJ Redick if you want to if you want to go off of, of Austin Rivers. But yeah. well, actually, they have Austin. They have uh, JJ Redick. Never mind. They have Austin Rivers at point guard now. Yep. I didn't even notice that when I set the lineups. Kind of stinks though. Yeah, that does. I can't play Wall Paul yeah. now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, JJ Redick's fine. I mean, sure, he's thirty nine hundred. It's not hard to hit that. Yep. Okay, so let's. I'm good. I'm good with that. So let's move on to Utah. Rudy Gobert had a left ankle tweak. wasn't bad. Did come back, return, but didn't look right. Came out of the game. Didn't play down the stretch, and it kind of hurt a little bit. Um, Chris Paul really penetrated and was able to kick out without the inside protection. It's just you could tell, dude. Rudy Gobert, man. Def- who's your Who's your defensive player of the year? I mean, it's always going to be Kawhi Leonard, but if, really, if I had to, yeah, if I had if I had to go off track, I'd say Rudy Gobert is my second choice. It's Kawhi Leonard, man. <laughs> I don't think it is. I don't know, man. I, I just Gobert is my boy. He just. Well, he, I, think, I think Gobert will get it just because I mean I, I think they like to spread it out a little yeah. bit. I love Kawhi, obviously, but I right. just when you take Gobert off, 
Uh, it's just it's just such a drop off. It's just crazy what the drop off is. And Draymond, I actually have Kawhi third, which which sounds wild, um, mm-hmm. but Kawhi, 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 maybe Kawhi's offense is overshadowing in my eyes. Kawhi, I love, I love that. I mean, man. Kawhi in the Memphis series on offense, his offense definitely overshadows defense. Oh just, my god, yeah, he had the second highest PER in uh, NBA history apparently. Oh, nice. Basketball reference, which is it's insane. Yeah. So. His, his efficiency is just... I think he had like 80 true shooting in the fourth quarter or something. It was just, yes, he missed one free throw. Yeah. Whole series. <laughs> With a crazy <laughs> volume. Okay, so... Rudy Gobert is going to play. He's quote-unquote fine. Um, he looked pretty good early and then kind of fizzled out a little bit. Um, he's looked pretty good overall. Would you dare play him? I mean, there's just not a lot of value... Um, to really get him and to play Wall slash Beal. I'm sorry, Wall slash um, Paul. If you want to play Bradley and Beal, like, you're going to have a tough time to get Gobert in there. I can't do it because the nine, the $9,600 price, the price we were paying when he was fully healthy, and yeah. he's not right now. So, so If he was back to under 8000 like he started the season, then I'd play him. But nine six is just kind of ridiculous for a guy that's sort of limited right now. Yeah, I mean, he did play 36 minutes in Game 5, and he looked good. Uh, he didn't really have too much. He had five steals kind of inflate his value in a little bit uh, off, in a false way, I guess. He's not he's not a five-steal guy. You can do right. that, right? Um, <laughs> uh, so I, I guess we're good. Okay, so George Hill was pretty good in Game 6. He did a little bit of everything, a little driving, a little shooting. Um, and then also Gordon Hayward is amazing, 31 points. So either of those two guys, you're going to probably have a tough time playing both. Um, yeah, I, it's hard to play Hill because Austin Rivers is just yeah. like such a, a really good play. Um, Joe Johnson, he's getting a little bit too expensive for me. What about you? Yeah, uh, and then also another quote from Rivers, he called him scary. And you could tell they were trapping him hard. Yeah. Um, that he was, like, you know how I said number one priority is to stop John Wall? Like, yeah. that, like, Doc Rivers' bulletin board was stop Joe Johnson. <laughs> that that made me that made me think, man. I'm gonna do the the bulletin board rankings like for playoffs. I think that number one was definitely stop Joe Johnson. Um, I don't just think don't, he's just don't tweet it out like the Magic did. Nice, exactly. <laughs> well, what's up with uh? They're going after Dario Sarch. What? Yeah, I saw that. Man. <laughs> I can't believe we haven't talked about that yet. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, who, we, sa- who who says no to that though? That's such a good. I mean, both players are monsters, obviously, but... I'll take Dario, man. It's my boy. I, I would, too. I'm Just because Dario. it's my boy. Even if, even, if yeah. it, even if I shouldn't take Dario. Right. Anyways, <laughs> um, I think we're good. I mean, let's see. Gordon Hayward, yeah. just, I don't think we said him yet. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, 8,500. I mean, small forward's not the, not the greatest, so yeah. I can get behind it. Yeah, I kind of like him. He's going to get shots. He was... By the way, I was surprised with, with that, like I mentioned, that 40-second span with the seven points... And he didn't get the last shot. Like mm-hmm. I thought that that would have been the play. And yeah, they went with a, uh, Joe Jesus. And surprised he, he didn't call out his teammates like Paul George when they didn't get the last shot. Nice, yeah, old CJ Miles call out. Yeah. Okay. What um, about Joe Ingles real quick? Forty nine hundred seems like yeah. he's played bad the last two games, but yeah. the first few games of the series he was awesome. Yeah, I mean he's all right. I think stacked up against Porter, I'd rather play Porter. Right. Um, I'd probably rather figure out how to get $800 to get Joe Johnson in there. So I, I think yeah. I like Joe Johnson more than you do. Uh, it depends. I guess – so we're not playing We're not playing favors. We're not playing DL. Rodney Hood, no. No, we, we got we to help someone find a power forward. Just, it's so weak, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, it's, would you get on board with Spates again? No. I'd rather put Jason Smith. Yeah. Spates has just been 
nothing in this series. Yeah. All right. Dude, could you even fade Morris? Is it even possible to fade him? Is no, because there's no you really, other plays. You, you really can't. <laughs> Unless um, you want to play Derek Favors, good luck with that. Yeah, exactly. He's His legs are shot, man. Back then, yep. He needs to start tweeting out that he's playing on one leg again. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, so we kind of covered power forward. I, I think Jason Smith's fine. Uh, even Jareb, even just straight up punt it and go in Jarebko, it's just one. Yeah. And just eat it, hope he plays, and get you like five points. Right. And then you can spend elsewhere. Like I'm down with that. I think that's a viable plan. Uh, I think I think Smith's the better one though. Yeah, I agree. I think. I, I mean, think he didn't play much last game. I mean, he didn't really need to. He looked great in warmups. Apparently, yep. Jay Michael retweeted that. He said they didn't really need him that game, but I think we'll be back to like 15, 16 minutes in this one. Yep. And he's 3,300. I mean, he gets these eight points, two rebounds to get there. So. Yeah, and if you play if you play DJ, you can kind of bet against Gortat a little bit, so it kind of makes sense. Uh, yeah. Game plan wise. Okay, so starting at the top with point guard. Um, I have Wall ahead of Paul. Um, it, it's close, and I'm probably thinking more tournaments. I think that I don't know. I just maybe I just have I just Wall was so damn good on Friday that yeah. I just can't get that image out of my head, man. Um, and he's been so good for so long. That I mean, we're talking about a 51-49 decision here. I'm going back. Yeah, and forth. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's tough. I'm probably like 65-35. Yeah, I'm still leaning Paul. I'm going to yeah. stick with Paul. Oh, I'm, no. Point, I stick with my first, my first instinct I try to stick with. Yeah. Yeah, he's going to have – I mean, they both have as, – as much as the matchup says that Chris – and I think probably maybe Paul is the better tournament play cause, because I think yeah, people yeah, I th- like I me. I think, I think Wall's got a safer floor, I think. Yeah. Like, I think, Especially in a pace-up game. But he's fadeable. Yeah, there's, like I said, I think that the Wizards could get blown out. Or even vice versa. I mean, Boston, they didn't play well on their home floor in game one and two against the freaking Bulls. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, shooting guard, I think you have enough money to get Beal and go go with the Bradley combo. Uh, Bradley, Beal, Avery, Bradley. Uh, Avery, Bradley, Beal. And just, I like that a lot. Yeah, I like, I like Smart a little bit, but I don't really see it. Um, Joe Green, like we said, unless he's starting, you really can't even put him on the board. Well, if they do start Marcus Smart, you think they yeah. sag off him like the Bulls, like humiliate him like that? Like they, they have were backing to. ten, fifteen feet off him, like just daring him to shoot. They have to. I mean, yeah. he can't hit shots right now, and most of them are bad misses. Right. And I'm still waiting for that. I'm still waiting for the NBA to track bad misses. <laughs> I want to see like bad rim outs, air balls. I want that to be tracked. I'm glad my boy Kobe Bryant retired then. Yeah, right. <laughs> can't rack on. <laughs> Alright, so small forward. I mean, sounds like Otto Porter seems like the guy. Joe Johnson, if you want to go down. Gordon Hayward, if you want to go up. It's basically Otto Porter and whoever fits. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For us. Um, powerful, we talked about. We have DJ kind of up top, kind of firm. Uh, and then I'm down for Horford. Um, if you have a little extra money, Gobert is really risky. And then Gortat, if you want to go down. Olenek, some viable play. Well, yeah. like you, like you, can, you kind of hinted at it. Brad Stevens, game one of a playoff series with the secondary big man behind Horford. It's nothing is a lot besides Horford at this point. So yeah. you could see Heavy Jarebko. I don't think so. You could see more Amir Johnson. You could see a lot of crowd at the four, which is going to be they're going to we're going to see a lot of crowd at the four regardless. So yeah. be if, careful. If Johnson doesn't start, I think Olenek gets twenty minutes in the series. I think Olenek, I think he gets probably much fifteen to twenty regardless. Yeah. Um, I mean, he likes him. Yeah. He's really good. He's not too bad on defense. He helps space the floor. You know, all good yeah. things. All right, anything else? I think we've 
got it all. Yeah, man. Got a good preview in there. We're all set. So you guys take care. We'll be back on Monday to preview the other two series and uh, maybe preview the, the last series. So take care. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. And enjoy the games tomorrow. Thanks, so much. Thanks for coming on, Jonas. Thanks, Mike. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply.